0: What's up everyone, this is Hannah Leva, host of the online show Immigration, MIC. We move Immigration Conversations and I am recording this on Sunday, June 18th. And I need to talk about something that happened on Friday, June 15th, which was three days ago. Um, so I, I need to talk about the irresponsible coverage of the announcement that Trump was ending DAPA. Now the reason why I call it irresponsible and you know specifically i need to call out fusion and the new york times was because of the specific way that it was reported first of all you have breaking capital letters like as if it's this like huge life-changing thing um it said that homeland security has rescinded dapa which protected parents or u.s with u.s citizen or permanent resident children from deportation now you hear that and you think immediately Oh no there's a program that's ended and if you're within the immigration movement in the thick of policy uh, if you're an activist you know that DAPA never went into effect and but the way that the headline was reporting it was as if it did and of course it didn't but again with if you're inside immigration activism you know this but most people aren't so of course I start seeing panic all over social media, all over Twitter, all over Facebook. And I think that's incredibly irresponsible of outlets like the New York Times, like Fusion, and you know, specifically Fusion, you know, they they do they tend to do pretty accurate reporting to really send everyone into a panic. Now for myself, <clears throat> I mean, there were there were a couple of months ago when like everybody started reporting Trump is going to uh, um what was what was it Trump was going to see it gets so confusing because I don't even remember what it, what it was Trump was going to pursue possible uh, bipartisan comprehensive immigration reform and it, that turned out to be a lie hours later. So, of course, I took this news about Trump canceling DAPA and letting DACA stay or expanding it with a grain of salt. Because until I see something in writing from those people in the White House, I don't believe anything they say. It's just, even if they do have it in writing, until it's actually signed into law, those people are liars. You can't believe anything they say up there. They're not, I mean, come on, they're just not reputable. Um, So what I feel is that the New York Times and Fusion and other media and important media outlets were reaching. They were reaching and they really wanted something to go down. But in doing that, all they did was panic everyone. They panicked everyone and misinformed everyone. And again, I'm disappointed because these are reputable outlets. So yeah, so the real life consequences of this is a lot of panic, tons of panic on social media because people are looking to outlets for their, for policy shifts, for any policy changes and you trust these sources to be able to give you the correct information. Um... And so people across social media were reaching for answers frantically. And then it was about an hour later that the New York Times Infusion finally clarified with an update. But the damage had already been done. People were already panicking. It was already out in the Latino community through, through Univision. And so then 24 hours later also was when there was this celebration that Hey, DAPA is being canceled, you know, the memorandum, but DACA is staying and is being in, and it is staying. And that's a problem in itself because, again, people were celebrating, but it's, it's too good to be true without an actual formal announcement. So how I see it is all this reporting was a game of telephone without the actual confirmation of policies. And this... Is dangerous the fact that these outlets are reaching thinking that this is happening without confirming and putting that information out there so dangerous because people are making split-second decisions as to the future of their families their well-being what they're going to do tomorrow so the reason why I say this is dangerous and you know a real-life example is when I went home and I spoke to my parents And during dinner, my parents started asking me about DAPA and DACA. And my parents are US citizens, um, you know, who have their own immigration stories, but are very much interested in the continuing policies. And so they asked me, you know, oh man, what's going to happen now with all those people who canceled, you know, now that DAPA's canceled? I told them, nothing. I mean, nothing different is going to happen. People still live in the same fear because nothing has changed, nothing has shifted. But my dad thought that it was an actual policy that had been canceled. But, and then it took a lot for me to explain to him that it was only a piece of paper that Obama signed that never went into effect. And it was just Trump ripping up that paper, meaning that he just wasn't put in the push for any sort of like executive order in that way. But it took a lot for me to convince my dad because... He said, but that's the way that the Spanish outlets have re- reported it. And I said, yes, because the information, the misinformation came from the English outlets. And again, it's irresponsible reporting. And that's why I just kept repeating over and over. It's irresponsible reporting. But of course, it's understandable for like, the, the consumers of this news to think that that's what's happening. So the people that I'm looking at right now is the reporters at The New York Times, the reporter at The Washington Post, the reporters at Fusion, Time magazine, etc. You need to verify this information because people's lives are actually at risk. What they do tomorrow actually depends on your words. And you have the biggest platform. So it's important to verify because with this administration, you get some type of message, some type of report, chances are, without everybody in that White House confirming it, more than likely, a different message is going to come in another hour. But within the immigration community, within the immigration movement, we don't have time for the story to go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. It's just we need to be informed of the actual policies. So what I ask is for reporters to consider this consider that your journalism has actual impact and that this type of reporting has real life consequences so the next time you have breaking news on something it has to be verified you can't just play this game of telephone and have people in in panic because that's what you're doing It's, it's, it's creating panic So those are my words on a Sunday night after a very long day, but I just felt that this needs to go on audio on the podcast, because we need to hold people accountable for irresponsible journalism. And the reason why I'm saying I mean, most of journalism tends to be accurate, but this, this was just a big mistake. This was a big blunder. And you know, there's just very little room for it. So again, this is Sandileva, Immigration M.I.C. We move immigration conversations. Do me a favor. Subscribe to the Immigration Mike um, podcast on iTunes. And please leave your five-star review. Every review helps. It will help me climb up the charts on iTunes. and I think that's what we want to do, we want to get the real authentic conversations on immigration out to the people.